So tomorrow's Halloween. Yes, it is. Are you excited? Yes, I am. Why? I'm excited because Halloween's one of my favorite holidays. Why? Because my family always has a big Halloween party and we dress up and it's fun. And I like dressing up as cool things. What are you gonna be? I can't tell you. Why? Because if I tell you, I have to kill you. Ugh, fine. Can I tell you what I'm gonna be? No. Okay. Just kidding. I'm being Mary Poppins, the best selling costume ever. Mary Poppins, that's cool. Yes, it's awesome. I love Mary Poppins personally. That was one of my favorite movies as a child. It wasn't one of my favorite movies, but honestly, I didn't have any other ideas, so here we are. <laughs> I mean, sometimes that's what you have to do. I mean, I'm just doing it for a cute Instagram picture. Usually, I don't even want to put in the effort to dress up. I wanted to be Mary Poppins because, I don't know, she has a cute costume. Yeah. And she's cool. I don't really have any emotional connection to Mary Poppins. I never really liked her, to be honest. Okay, so I went to see Mary Poppins, and I forgot my glasses so I couldn't really see. And that was back when I didn't have contacts. I would wear my glasses whenever I needed them, but I forgot them, and so I couldn't really see. And also, we had it was like for the choir thing, so it was like a field trip thing. And um, we had already walked around New York City like the entire day, and I was exhausted, and I fell asleep during the play, and I felt really sad about it. But I bought a shirt that said supercalifragilisticexpialidocious and it came with this little bag and I still have the shirt today and it's one of my favorite shirts. Um, my Halloween costume, I was going to be uh, Sabrina the Teenage Witch because I have a black cat and I thought that would be cute because also I really like the show Sabrina the Teenage Witch, not the new one, the old one. But then I couldn't, I found the costume at the thrift store and I was like, oh, I don't know, I couldn't really pull the trigger and so then the next day I went I went back to the store and it wasn't there anymore so I guess someone bought it and so then I had to reorganize my whole entire costume so now I found Mary Poppins because I like Mary Poppins and I think she's a cool cat so that's what I'm being and I think it'll be great. Do you want to know what I'm going to be? No, what are you going to be? I'm going to be Elaine from Seinfeld and I'm excited about it. Mm. I went to Target and I bought my outfit. But I have to figure out how to tease my hair like that. Okay, so we had a ton of news break this week because of the Halloween update. Woo! This is a really great event. I really like it. I'm very pleased with it. Um, We can dissect everything that has come out from this Halloween event. Let's get it queued up. Let's dissect. So, well, for one thing, we had two new Pokemon come out in this wave, specifically from Gen 4. So we have Drifloon and Stunky from this wave specifically. Uh, They were released because they are ghost-type Pokemon, and um, it made sense in this wave. Drifloon is ghost-flying, double-type, and Stunky is poison-dark. And they both evolve. However, Drifloon can be shiny, and so you can evolve it, and that will also keep it shiny. But Stunky has not been released shiny. Alright, so... This Halloween event came jam-packed in a lot of different in a lot of different elements of the game. So we had new Pokemon available and we have new field research available, new special research available, Pokemon in raids, and catching out in the wild. So first we'll get into some of the new field research quests. So They're all ghost and dark type centered, specifically for the Halloween event. Shelby um, will tell you guys the quests. 
So you can basically catch five Poochie in our Hound Door, and then you can catch five Dark type Pokemon. You can also catch ten Ghost type Pokemon, and then evolve three Duskull or Shepet. And then last but not least, you can transfer ten Pokemon. Any Pokemon you wish to transfer. That is correct. And those are all of the new Halloween 2018 research tasks. Yep. You got it. Yeah, for that transfer 10 Pokemon, you can transfer special Pokemon. Uh, I'm assuming literally any of them because I have transferred many. The Halloween hat Pikachu. If you want to know those uh, rewards that you get from those tasks, if you catch five Poochie in our Houndor, you get a Sneasel encounter. Catch five Ghost or Dark type, you get 500 Stardust, I believe. Catch ten Ghost types, you get Sableye, Evolve, Duskull, or Shuppet. Uh, three of those, you get one Rare Candy, which that's pretty cool. Mm -hmm. We don't see too many Rare Candy field researches. And then transferring ten Pokemon is mischievous. And I think that since Mistress and Sneasel, yes, they're both they're both kind of related to the, this event in that one's ghost and one's dark. It kind of makes me think that the next Gen Wave that we're going to see is the evolution event because both of those have evolutions in Gen 4, but could just be coincidence, but I really think that's the next wave coming up next. Okay, if you want to be dumb and spend money on your avatar, uh, here's what you can get. Just kidding. People went nuts over... The Gengar stuff specifically. Because I don't think you should really spend money on your avatar. Popular debate. Okay, but what if it's what if it's using the in-game currency that you get? Like what if you That's fine. Like wait, wait, wait. I'm talking about spending real life okay, money. Okay, real life money, yeah. That makes that makes more sense. But if you spend money that you get from Pokemon that you put in gems, is that okay? Yeah. But I mean like, what are you not the cool kid if you don't have the Gengar backpack? No, you're not. You're not the cool kid? No. Okay, well, I don't You're know. the lame wad. I'm wearing, like, some kind of I'm kidding. I'm, I don't have any of the new stuff. I have not spent a dollar real or through what I've earned in the game on um, Avatar stuff. It's just not something I care about. I would be fine I'm if I... I'm sorry I said Honestly, I would, I would be okay if I didn't have an Avatar. It's just not something that entices me, but... Right now, I when... think it's cool for people who want this. I mean... It's awesome. Like, if you want to wear a shirt that has a Magikarp on it, I think the more options, the better. I mean, it's cool. I'm just, I'm sorry I said it was well, dumb. I, I understand why, because people want to want them their avatar to be differentiated. Because, especially because you can see other people's avatars through the trading and, like, friends. I know, I just meant, like, real, real money. Yeah, yeah, I get you. Okay, so you can buy, I don't even have enough money to buy it, but, uh... Well, they're expensive, kind of. You can get the new Gengar shirt, hat, and backpack. The shirt is 200 coins. I only have 140, so rip me. It's a $2 fake shirt. If you want the hat, it's 200 They have a witch's hat thing that's kind of cute. It's 250 Would you pay for that with your in-game money if you had enough? Uh, if I had over 250 I wouldn't want to spend it all. Okay. The Gengar Backpack's 252 It's pretty cute. It's really cool, actually. Okay, so you can get the Drifling hat, the Drift Blim shirt, Miss Magius hat, and Spiritomb shirt. And that's all, folks. It's a pretty... I mean, that's a lot of stuff that they added in the shop. Mm-hmm. So if you're rich, go for it. <laughs>
They upped their shop game. Ooh. Oh. You didn't, we didn't say this, but they also have a mask for 400 coins. They've had that mask for quite a while. But why? Because it's Halloween. I don't know. They've just had it. Anyway, okay. Oh, and, well, Mewtwo exited the Tier 5 raid. Good. Yeah, I, I did. I think I got, like, one. I don't know. I was kind of over it. Yeah, I'm over it. But we also were both kind of lucky and fortunate, and we got EX raid passes, so we kind of got our fair share, you know? Yeah. But anyways, Mewtwo left, and the newest legendary Pokemon in the Tier 5 raid scene is Giratina. Whoop, whoop. Mm. I raided a Giratina today and did not catch it. It was really frustrating. I had 10 balls, I think, which was kind of surprising because I raided with people that I've had, like, friendship. I had, like, friendship bonuses with. Okay, so Giratina's in the Tier 5 raid scene. We'll talk about that in a little bit. And we have, for the first time, quite recently after the Celebi special research, we have kind of a mini special research for Spiritomb, another mm. ghost-type Pokemon. I really liked this special research. This was probably my favorite part of the whole event so far. I'm very motivated by special research because it's like it's something to grind for and it's I mean I've said this before after turning level 40 I didn't really feel like I had anything to grind for so as of recently I've been really interested in shiny hunting that's why we talk a lot about shinies because that's kind of the main thing for both of us I guess it is for well. me especially well for me what about you? What do you grind for? I don't know, honestly. I I don't know. It drives me nuts. I'm still level 35, but I just... Well, it's because it just gets so long. The halfway point is level 37. <laughs> I let it go. And I just keep grinding. Well, it kind of is a never-ending battle for a long time. Yeah. But anyway, I like this special research because it's something to grind for. Even, I mean, if not for a long time, for a little bit. And I appreciated how the special research didn't have a time constraint, like spin seven Pokestops in a row like Celebi. Spin a Pokestop for seven days in a row. That kind of annoyed me. But I don't understand why they did it. They wanted to slow people down and have people enjoy it more, but it's fine. So we can get into the special research right now. This for Spiritomb, um, if you don't have it yet or if you don't want it to be spoiled, you might want to skip ahead for a few minutes because we're going to talk all about it. So, the Spiritomb research, it was enti it's entirely focused on the number 108. And so, when it first came out, I was really, really interested into why 108 was relevant. Why did they choose that number? And what did it mean? So, I looked up the 108th. Pokemon in the Pokedex and found that it was Lickitung. And I don't think Lickitung even really has anything to do with Spiritomb. Just that it's the number. But it is one of the rewards for one of the quests in the Spiritomb. Special research, so. It has some relevance, but not as to why they picked the number 108 for this research. A little trivia, we'll get into that. For the first stage, you had to catch 10 Ghost-type Pokemon. And then you had to do something eight times. I can't remember what. 
And then you had to catch 108 Pokemon with a berry. Or you had to use a berry 108 times to try to catch Pokemon. And for this stage, this slowed me down because I don't keep a lot of berries because I don't want that they're my least priority in my bag space. My bag space is always full, so the berries are the first to go besides pineapps. But I didn't really want to use my pineapps just on everything. So this one kind of took me, I think, a day and a half, which isn't that long. But considering that this special research quest was short, it felt like a very long time because people got Spiritomb very quickly. And then for the second stage... This is the one that I am still on, although I do have a Spiritomb, which I don't really understand why they put Spiritomb as a reward for the second stage when there's three stages, but I don't know. So for this one, you had to catch 108 Pokemon, and that rewarded you, the catch 108 Pokemon rewarded you Spiritomb. And then you had to catch 10 Dark Type, and I think that rewarded you Mistrevious. Yeah, and then, so I've completed those for stage two, but I am still on spin eight Pokestops that you've never been to before. I had seven out of eight, and I was only able to get that many because I visited my grandparents this past weekend, and actually, there were more Pokestops around than I have given that little area credit. So I found seven that I hadn't spin, spun before, so I'm one away. And then I'll see what the next stage holds for me, even though I already have technically completed the quest, or what I th have had thought to be the quest, the quest for Spiritomb. So, yeah, that'll be interesting to see what's coming up next. I'm in no hurry, though, because I feel like I already got what I came for. And, yeah. Another big plus for me for this event is that it gives... It gives us another opportunity to get some of the shinies that we haven't may not have seen for a while. Um, like Duskull, Shuppet, Witch Hat Pikachu can also be shiny, which makes it very even more exclusive than it already is. Houndor is spawning a lot more. Poochiana. Drifloon can be shiny. Murkrow. I think those are the main ones. So I like it. It's another opportunity to get a shiny of those. My shiny look has not been very good, or I guess it may have, it may be good. I caught two shiny Shuppets within an hour, and that is, that's the shiny that I care least about in this way, which is kind of unfortunate. If I had to rank them in the order I want most, oh, I forgot. Number one, I really want shiny Sableye. Number two, shiny Poochiana, and number three, shiny Houndor. So, still have... One and a half-ish days. We'll see if I can manage to get one of those. So, we'll see. That was really crazy. Two shiny Shuppet within an hour. How does that even happen? I guess, technically, I have been lucky. But, not the luck that I want. Oh, I completely skipped about the Spear Tomb. The number 108. So, the reason 108 is associated with Spear Tomb is that... In the Pokemon lore, Spiritomb is made up of 108 spirits. Kind of interesting, isn't it? Mm -hmm. So it has nothing to do with the Pokedex or the number um, in the Pokedex. It just has to do with that is the lore behind it. So I think that's pretty neat. Bringing in the main series, the anime, tying it all together. So for this last part of the event, we have Giratina, which is the only legendary 
in tier 5 raids currently. It has replaced Mewtwo and it will be around for a little while longer, even after this event. It's available until November 20th, 1pm Pacific Time. So, yeah, it's here for a long, long time. Okay, so Giratina counters are mostly strong dragon, dark ghost, and ice types, such as Rayquaza, Dragonite, Latios, Gengar, Shadow Ball, Mewtwo, and Tyranitar. Okay, so here are the Giratina CP values. So, 1,848 to 1,931 CP at level 20, no weather boost. And then 2310 to 2414 CP at level 25 with fog or windy weather boost. So, your best bet against a Giratina is to use a Rayquaza, so hopefully you have a good one with Dragon Tail and Outrage. And then you can use Dragonite with Dragon Tail and Outrage. Salamence with Dragon Tail and Draco Meteor. That's a cool name. Mm -hmm. And Latios with Dragon Breath, ew, and Dragon Claw. <laughs> and then the ghost types you can use against Giratina are Mewtwo with Psycho Cut and Shadow Ball, Gengar with Shadow Claw and Shadow Ball, and Bennett with Shadow Claw and Shadow Ball. And the charge moves that Giratina can have are Dragon Claw, Ancient Power, or Shadow Sneak. And I'm assuming that you want Dragon Claw. Yes. So how this Pokemon stacks up with other Pokemon, it's not superior in the Dragon category. Um, it's it's fairly fairly decent in the Ghost category, so it's not totally useless. It's a really cool looking Pokemon. I really like it. I really like how, to wrap up the event discussion, I really liked how they incorporated a lot of different facets of the game, right? You've got catching in the wild, that's what we're used to, but then they also have a new legendary, being the first Gen 4 legendary that you can have in raids. They brought in new shinies, made old shinies have an increased chance of spawning. And what I'm most proud of and impressed with is the special research for this event. It, I think they should utilize special research more because it gets a lot of hype because it's only happened two other times. And they can do this for any Pokemon. It doesn't even have to be a legendary Pokemon or like a mythical Pokemon. Like they could do this for anything. They could do it for a Pokemon already out and people would still do it because it's unique. I don't know. Plus the rewards are really nice. I like getting rewards. People are motivated by rewards. So I like it. Two thumbs up for this event. How long mm. does it last? It lasts until November 1st at 1 p.m. I do believe. Probably ain't participating in this one. <laughs> Gonna take the L on this one but... You've been playing. You catch stuff at the apartment. Yeah, I tried to. Our apartment is a really good spawn point, actually. I don't go outside anymore. I don't know. It's 1 a.m., so on the 31st of October, so happy Halloween. Whoop! All Hallow's Eve. It has been a very long day. Happy Halloween! Halloween is definitely one of my favorite holidays. 
Me too. Oh, the secret code word is going to be Mary Poppins. So if you've survived the podcast this far. When I did it by myself, I completely forgot about the special Didn't code word. Didn't I do a code word? You did, but I forgot. Well, I forgot what it was. Well, does every, anyone ever comment the secret code word? Yeah. Chris. Thank you, Chris. <laughs> Chris has commented. MVP. <laughs> yeah, he's commented before. He was like, secret word, blah, 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 unicorn or whatever. Whatever yes, crap you made thank up. thank you. See, that's so joyous. Isn't it great? It brings us all together. So, please comment on when we post announce this. Um, comment Mary Poppins. If you don't, we know you didn't listen. So, roasted. Alright. Just Hostile. kidding. But, anyways. Also, I'm super pumped for Halloween. Again, it's one of my favorite holidays. We're gonna be... Um, and you can take really Mary good Poppins. pictures because... You got Willie, who's your little cat. And he's a black cat. This is his holiday. Yep. Also, I think I'm too old for trick-or-treating, and it makes me very sad. So somehow i got to figure out how to get candy. Buy it. Yep. <laughs> but that takes all the joy out of it. Yeah, I know. Maybe I'll just do it anyways. We should do an ASMR one. Would you guys want to hear us chew food up close to the mic? No. I wouldn't. <laughs> I would hate listening to that. I hate chewing. I was just going to say, I'm a very, very loud eater. And whenever I'm eating around Shelby, she's always like, rah, rah. The New York Post just posted an article called, Women's Now Engaged to a Spirit. Oh, a British woman who claims she has slept with at least 20 ghosts says she's now engaged to a poltergeist. Her name is Amethyst Realm. So, there you go. Crazy. Uh, told British TV show ITV this morning that she cheated on her fiance with a ghost and has since gone on to have supernatural affairs with at least tw- 20 paranormal beings. There was no going down on one knee. He doesn't have knees. Courage! But she said, for the, but for the first time I heard him speak, I could, I could actually hear his voice and it was beautiful, deep, sexy, and real. I don't even know what to say. Realm said the ghost asked her to get married during a trip to celebrate their nine-month relationship at England's Wookiee Hole Caves. She's 30 years Who old. Who drove? And The ghost drove. Her spooky match doesn't have a name. No wonder. She met him during a work trip in Australia. <laughs> and she hadn't had a phantom fling for a while. And she was away on business and started starting a new relationship was the last thing on her mind. But then one day... While she was walking through the bush, enjoying nature, she suddenly felt this incredible energy. A new lover had arrived. Oh my gosh. Nope. This woman's dating Spiritu. Or maybe a Gengar. Who knows? That is so nuts. If you date a ghost, no judgment, but also kind of weird. If you dated a ghost that was a Pokemon, which Pokemon would that be? Which Comment Pokemon down below. Would you date? <laughs> Ooh. Pokemon Tender. <laughs> oh my gosh. That's kind of weird. But if people claim they're they're engaged to a spirit, you can hypothetically say which Pokemon you would go on a date with. Yeah, true. I, I'm still speechless. We have a couple more things that are future to but look wait, forward to. But wait, there's more. <laughs> just when you thought. Shoot. Just when you thought we would shut up. Nope. <laughs> I'm just going to go over these really quickly. Okay, we, can play, yeah. we can play a little guessing game. You can guess what they are. Okay, I guarantee I'm going to get it wrong. We'll see. Go ahead. Well, this first one, you, you, you wouldn't guess. It's called New Adventure Sync Feature. This is basically 
a quality of life update that if you have your Pokemon Go running in the background, um, it was referred to as idle. Not quite sure exactly what that means yet. If it has to be open, I'm assuming it has to be open. But you get steps for more. Like you get your steps, like if, if Pokemon Go is idle in the background and you're walking to and from the bathroom, then technically you're supposed to get credit for those steps. So you're not like double clicking and swiping. You're not exiting out of that. Right. So, so if I was that's like what texting we you and it was in the background and you were walking across campus, yeah. then you would still get then you would get credit for that distance that you just walked. Mm. So, it's supposed to speed along egg hatching, buddy distances, etc. Well, basically just those two things. And we have seen um, from data miners specifically Chorales, that there might be there might be incentives and rewards for how far you walk per week or something like that. Mm. So that's pretty cool. I like yeah, rewards. I like incentives. It promotes getting out and getting active. Um, walking more instead of driving playing this game. A lot of people drive really, really slowly to play. Mm -hmm. um, this promotes that outdoors experience. So we'll talk about that more in the future. That's something coming soon. We don't know when, but soon. Now, let's play. Shelby probably has no idea. No offense. What is going to be November Community Day? Yeah, which Pokemon will be for Community Day in November? Is there a turkey Pokemon? There is not. This one is not. Is it a bird? No. Yeah, well, they also should have picked Ghastly for... October, still salty, but they did that for a reason. We'll get into that, too. Okay. Is it a cat? No. Otter. Fire. 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 Do I know the name of this Pokemon? Yeah. I do? Mm-hmm. Oh, wait, it's already out? They already released it, yeah. Is it the fourth generation? No. Third? Mm -hmm. Second? Mm-hmm. It's a starter. Firestarter. Torchic? No, that's Gen 3. Good guess. Charmander? No, that's Gen 1. It starts with a C. <laughs> Why does 2 just blank? 2 is just out People of People who are listening mind. are screaming right now. They're like, it's whatever. I know it's Quill, <laughs> dummy. Cyndaquil! Yeah! So Cyndaquil Community Day is going to be on Saturday, November 10th. During your normal time frame of community days. Yes. And two times catch XP, two times catch Stardust, and we they can't wait to see us out there. Yeah. And Typhlosion will know a special move announcement to be TBD. Um, Laura's last three hours, and it's not said yet, but it's going to have a shiny form. Its shiny form looks barely any different. Boo. I may not play this one. We'll see what I'm doing. Boo. November 10th. Oh, uh, we're going to have a foot. We have a football game and it's home. So, yeah, we won't be playing. Hollow will be in that stadium cheering. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. Anyway, so, yeah, that's the next community day. Subpar for me, but it's okay. Can't all be winners. Okay. Well, I guess why they didn't do Ghastly community day in October, whatever, is because on Saturday, November 3rd, so a few days after Halloween, Gengar is going to be available 
in raid train fashion for three hours. It will be available at every gym, every gym that's open, which is all gyms, and so you can get out there, catch as many Gengar as you can in three hours um, during normal community day hours. You can get up to five free raid passes plus your free one a day or two a day if you have them roll over. So you can get technically five to seven free Gengar raids. The rest you'll have to use premium raid passes for. You can even be lucky enough to encounter a shiny Gengar. That's the big driver for this event is getting a shiny version of Gengar. And also Gengar will have a special move. I believe it is Lick. So Shelby, would you be participating in this event? Yeah, probably. I like it. I I'd stay for a test, but I can do it for for like an hour or so. Use the free ones. Yeah. I would have rather I would have rather seen Shiny Ghastly for Community Day or Shiny Ghastly for this event and had to evolve it all the way up towards Gengar, but this just makes the Halloween event more multifaceted, a different avenue for people to take. So, what would you rather have seen? So you wanted ghastly so that I wanted the most basic you form and then have evolve it all the shinies. way. Shinies. Yeah. So like so far, like during this event, you'll only be able to get shiny Gengar, but you won't be able to get a shiny ghastly or haunter yet. Yeah. So I would have rather have had all of them. Yeah. Plus, well, I wouldn't everyone? I mean, yeah, I guess. So why didn't they? They're doing this probably for money. But, I mean, also there were a lot of people that really enjoyed the raid trains. But why couldn't they do that and still have a raid train? All aboard the rain train. <laughs> raid train as a train. Okay, and then finally coming up in November, uh, it is going to be bug-themed. We have word that Shiny Gat shiny Caterpie will be released. Ew. <laughs> Caterpie's cute. No, but it's just... It's, it's very subpar for me, but... And then the research, field research breakthrough will be Shedinja. Yay! This did one I is kind of cool. that right? I don't have the you $5 did. app. You did. So I don't know. You did. This is a peculiar bug and ghost type Pokemon. Cool. And it'll be available starting November 1st after 1 p.m. Pacific time. So if you want to get it right on November 1st, remember you have to wait till after 1 Pacific time so yeah that's what we know and in no, starting November 1st um, probably after that same deadline that you can get Shedinja um, there will be new field research and most likely new raid bosses that have to do with this bug theme or that will be good counters for bug type Pokemon so that's most all of the news that we have um, next time we'll talk about Pokemon, let's go Pikachu, and let's go Eevee. Not Someone's obsessed with it. Oh, yeah, it's freaking AKA awesome. Kate. It's coming me. out November 16th, so that is from yeah. now 17 days away. I yeah. will be getting that. I'm super excited. I'm literally counting down the days. So we'll, we'll be talking about that. Review for you. Yeah, I will do a full product review. You better know it. So yeah. we'll talk about that and how... The Pokemon Meltan goes with that game and Pokemon Go. Fun fact, they do correlate. We'll talk about that next time.
All right, happy Halloween. Have a good Halloween. Go catch that candy. No, we don't. No. Oh my gosh, no, that's so embarrassing. I want to stab my ear off. Don't go anywhere because we're going to take a quick break and be right back. Kate, back with you after the break. To wrap up our show, we've got a couple shout-outs. We're going to do one question this week, and then we're going to end by talking about the new TCG set, Lost Thunder. All right, so for our shout-outs this week, we have we have two. One for Terry Wolf at QWiz, and one for Michael Gancy at The Real Mike Hook. And then our one question also comes from Michael Gancy. He asks, how do you feel about the new haunting special research? Would you like to see more of these smaller themed ones popped up? And I think we kind of talked about it earlier in the podcast. I mentioned that I absolutely loved the special research. Um, special research is one of my favorite components of the game. I, I love that it doesn't have to be a huge meta or legendary mythical Pokemon to be in special, special research. I like that they picked one that is not one of the more prominent or popular ones, but they incorporated a special research just to make the event more well-rounded. So I absolutely loved the fact that there was a special research quest for this event. I think that they should definitely include more of these. I think it would also be a good way to bring in some Pokemon that they may not know really what to do with them, like maybe... Um, Smeargle, Clam Pearl, I believe. I think that it's really great that they included Spiritomb into special research. It's not one of the more popular or prominent Pokemon that is in this generation, but I think that the fact that they included it in special research goes to show that they know that it is a very popular component of the game, and it really makes people excited. And it leads me to believe that we will see more maybe smaller or less notable Pokemon in special research, and I am personally very okay with that. They they really don't have to be like eight or ten stage long quests. Some of them can be if they're for a mythical Pokemon or one that's a little bit more popular, but I also like the fact that there are special research for the lesser Pokemon, I guess you could say. They could even do this and maybe guarantee a shiny of something at the very end. I don't know. I just really like that Niantic has not limited special research to only mythical or legendary Pokemon, so I really like this. I would love to see as many more as possible without people getting burnt out on these, but I don't really foresee that since we've only had two in the past year. Well, now three. I think that they should do something um, for the holidays when that comes around, and um, maybe they'll even have a special research per wave of this generation when they drop it. I'm a big fan. I did the Spear Tomb quest pretty quickly because I was really, really excited about it. It was probably my favorite part of this whole Halloween event. So I liked it a lot. 
Well, that pretty much covers the show of Pokemon Go. We have, finally, the new set of the Pokemon TCG Lost Thunder. So Lost Thunder is is part of the Sun and Moon series. It is a part of the standard legal deck, and it came out on November 2nd, 2018. So from the website it says, Ancient power and high voltage sparks fill the air in the Pokemon TCG Sun and Moon Lost Thunder expansion. This massive expansion fuses the new with the traditional, featuring Celebi Prism Star and Ditto Prism Star, plus incredible Pokemon GX like Blacephalon GX, Lugia GX, and Tyranitar GX. Plus, discover the energetic might of the newest mythical Pokemon, Zeraora GX, in its Pokemon TCG debut. Call down the thunder and charge up your deck with scores of high-powered Pokemon in the Sun and Moon Lost Thunder expansion. This set is different because it is... It's the largest set that's ever been in the Pokemon TCG. It has over 210 cards, which is really awesome, but as a collector, it makes it's going to be pretty difficult to get your hands on at least one of every card. But it also gives way to a lot of opportunities with so many cards. And in the 210 cards, it features seven powerful Prism Star cards, including three Stadium cards with 13 Pokemon GX and 4 Ultra Beasts, and over 20 trainer cards. So, included in the products that you can buy out now, you can buy, there's two different blister packs, both with a different promo. You can buy the Lost Thunder Elite Trainer Box or Booster Box. These are currently available on Pokemon's website. You can probably find these at Walmart, Target, they're on Amazon, so if you're interested, you can check those prices out. Prices do vary at different locations, so look around for the best deal. And there are currently also two theme decks so far with this set. We have Blazing Volcano, Release the Red Hot Power of the Legendary Pokemon Entei. This slow-building deck combines the power of fire and grass types to fan a small flame into a raging inferno. Burn your way to victory with the Blazing Volcano theme deck. And also Stormcaller. Ride the wind with the surging power of the legendary Pokemon Raikou. This high voltage deck has the support to charge up potential hits and run some risk for the big knockout. Master the lightning with the Stormcaller theme deck. So these are just basically decks that are already built for you. They're probably not going to win if you're playing competitively but it's a good starting point and it's already a deck built out for you so if you're interested in getting into it maybe you could check those out and if you really want to get into it you can try Pokemon the card game online it's really helpful I've done it before um, to try to figure out just the strategy and everything behind it but it teaches you at a very basic level and allows you to gain more knowledge and experience and practice you can always have someone to play against and it's free, um, and you even get online code or online booster packs uh, if you play regularly. And then um, if you buy the physical cards, you also get code cards to redeem for the online play. So if you're interested, if you just want to see what it's about, go check that out. You can download it on your computer. And then to wrap up, the feature cards of the set are... Blacephalon GX, which looks like a lollipop. It's very interesting, but it is also an Ultra Beast. And we have the brand new Zeraora GX. This is a 
recently discovered mythical Pokemon making its way into the Pokemon TCG debut. It's a really, really cool looking card. It is pure electric. And then we also have Alolan Ninetales GX, which is a really beautiful card. And then perhaps the most sought after card, or the most sought after Prism Star of the set, we have Ditto Prism Star, which is really awesome looking. We also have Lugia GX, which is a super, super beautiful card. I've also seen the full art Lugia GX, and that is really, really nice. And then a couple of the Stadium Prism Stars. You've got Heat Factory and Thunder Mountain. So this set has a lot to look forward to, um, a lot to collect. So not to mention, it also has several secret rares, uh, quite a few rainbow rares, and uh, full art trainers. So this set will not disappoint. I cannot wait to get my hands on this set. We can talk about it more in future podcasts if that's something you guys would be interested in. Uh, talking about some of the really good cards of the set and how they can be useful in competitive play. That pretty much wraps up the show. Sorry this is out later than it was intended to be. We will be recording another episode in within the next day or two because more news has already come out that we have to cover and um, we really want to get it out in a timely manner so we're sorry about that and um Thank you for being patient with us. Thank you for listening. Thank you if you're still around. I know it's kind of a, a long one, but we really, really appreciate it. We're really thankful for all of our listeners. It makes the job have a purpose and a lot of fun to do. So if you want to interact with us, um, tweet us your best catches, um, ask any questions, or you just want to say, hey, you can... Either email us at thepokemongoshow99 at gmail.com or probably the best way is Twitter at PokemonGoShow1. Check us out over there. Also, you can check us out on YouTube. We post the podcast there. And I'll also be uploading this week several openings of the mini Pokemon TCG set, Dragon Majesty. I got some really good cards from that set. And, um want to share with you guys so if you uh, want to pick up those cards too you can kind of see what you're getting into if you guys are enjoying the show please tell friends about it post it in your local discords um, it would really mean a lot also if you want to go head over to iTunes or um, Google Play and rate us uh, it really helps get our name out there and grow the show um, we would really really appreciate it we really just appreciate you guys listening and being there with us also, look for an exclusive special where we're only talking about Let's Go Pikachu, Let's Go Eevee in preparation for the release date on November 16th. I am super, super excited. I'm counting down the days. I'm going to be at the store when it opens to get it on November 16th. So, we're going to be talking all about that in a special exclusive podcast. So, stay looking for that in the next episode coming here in a couple days. Um, to make up for the gap of all the new news that has come out this week. Some good stuff. It's like there's never a dull moment, which players really, really enjoy. Alright, thank you guys for listening. We'll catch you next time. Bye! P.S. Stick around after the theme music. There is a special excerpt.
Whenever I see the name Bennett, it kind of looks like a voodoo doll, and it reminds me of New Orleans. Yeah, I think it is supposed to be a voodoo doll. Mm, that's what it looks like. I was listening to It's Super Effective today. Um, shout out, a great Pokemon podcast that you should all listen to. And they were talking about, and they actually said the correct pronunciation was Baynet. They had a big discussion on whether it was Bennett or Baynet, and it's Baynet. How do they know? Because the host, SBJ, has this program that correctly says Pokemon names. Like the official names. Like a, like how a, do they know like that a dictionary is the official name? Because it's the Because it, someone created that name on the app. But it's like the official one. Like by Pokemon. Like it's a product Pokemon sells. Oh, Pokemon sells it. Okay. Yeah. Um, I think it's like $5 to get Pokemon correctly pronounced. So you never worry about saying any Pokemon name incorrectly, I guess. Bayonet. It sounds like a bayonet. Bane. Like the bane of my existence. Et. Bayonet. 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 Told you. Baynet. Well, dang it. <laughs> yeah, you were wrong. Um, Alright, well, I didn't know. What's new? You were wrong Baynet. It just sounds more like Bennett. Bennett. Yeah, Bennett flows better, but Baynet, I don't know. I'm saying Bennett. I've always said Bennett. Me too. So you can just keep saying it. I'm going to eat a granola bar, so excuse the crackle.